In a world where uncertainty reigns supreme, where shadows of chaos dance at every turn, one truth emerges unyielding. Preparation is not a luxury, but a lifeline. Behold the Wellness Company, a beacon of readiness amidst the tempestuous seas of fate. Envision a sanctuary of tranquility, where the tumult of unforeseen medical crises finds no purchase. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit stands as a bastion of assurance, a fortress of resilience against the unseen foes of health. Within its sacred confines lie the tools of salvation. Ivermectin, to ward off the insidious whispers of disease. Emergency antibiotics, to quell the raging storms of infection. Antivirals, to vanquish the relentless tides of contagion and more. The Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is not merely a collection of supplies. It is the embodiment of preparedness itself. Crafted by the hands of esteemed healers led by luminaries such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. James Thorpe, Dr. Harvey Risch, and Dr. Drew Pinsky, this kit stands as the pinnacle of safety, the zenith of prevention. These truth-seeking doctors have forged a testament to vigilance, a testament to the unwavering pursuit of well-being. Embrace the certainty that comes from being armed against adversity. Embrace the Wellness Company, for in its embrace lies the promise of resilience, the promise of a brighter tomorrow amidst the chaos of today. Don't wait for the next crisis to strike. Visit twc.health forward slash strange planet and use promo code strange planet for an exclusive 10% discount. Prepare today and rest easy tomorrow. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. Following the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from the Great White North and his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard. And welcome once again to another edition of Strange Planet. Thank you, as always, for sticking me in your ear. And if you'd like to get deeper into Strange Planet, you might want to consider becoming a premium subscriber. It's very easy. The link is in the episode notes, but basically it's strangeplanet.supportingcast.fm. Strangeplanet.supportingcast.fm. And uh, there are three monthly programs to choose from. Pick the one that's right for you. Bonus material, commercial free listening, free subscription to my monthly newsletter, and much more. Strangeplanet.supportingcast.fm. All right, on this episode, a woman from Bristol, England, recounts her astonishing close encounter with a fleet of UFOs. 
Karen Arad joins us from the United Kingdom. Hey, Karen, how are you? I'm okay, Richard. Nice to meet you. Great to have you here. For my listeners who are not familiar with England and the United Kingdom, whereabouts Mm -hmm. is Bristol? Southwest England. Southwest England. All right. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. Well, I was in in, in retail in my friend's shop, but she moved abroad. This happened, I believe, in September of 2021. Is that correct? Uh-huh. I was out cycling on my bike, and I've done that for many, many years in the dark. Often, I'm usually alone for many, many years, and I'm familiar with what's in the sky. I have to correct you. I met our extraterrestrial neighbors in the universe, not UFOs. All right. Okay. You were out for your nightly bike ride, and how, mm-hmm. how you're in Bristol. Tell us where you were heading on your um, bike ride and what, what the countryside is like. Oh, lovely and quiet and peaceful. That's why I go there on my own, to have some peace. It, it was more towards Chippenham, Wiltshire, where yeah. I was heading towards. I can't remember the exact spot because I was in the dark. But it's very rural there. It's it's uh, like rolling mm-hmm. hills, beautiful yeah. countryside. Yes, yes. Very quiet indeed. That's why I go out there. Are you on a laneway or a, a busy road? Well, not so much busy, more of a country, country road. road. Okay. So you get the occasional car or lorry that goes by? Um, occasionally, but it was very quiet. And the exact date was in September 2021 was mm-hmm. the exact date? Oh, gosh. I'm not sure. It was the 19th or something. September 19th, 2021. Mm-hmm. What was the sky like? Was it a clear sky, full moon? Dark. A dark sky. Yeah, dark sky. You couldn't I don't see remember stars. Saying, oh, oh, no, I didn't really notice any stars or anything. <laughs> and how about the moon? Was the moon out? I don't, I don't remember seeing the moon. But I saw our extraterrestrial neighbors. <laughs> All right, and we'll get into that in a moment. Okay. You're riding along on your bike. Do you have mm-hmm. a light on your bike, by the way, like reflectors or? Oh, well, of course, yes, at nighttime, yes. Set the scene for us. You're riding along this country road near Wiltshire, England. Take it from there. What happens? Take us step by step. Well, I looked up at the sky, and I'm used to seeing things in the sky, and I knew it wasn't something I've ever seen before. There's totally no noise, and our otherworldly neighbor's craft has a floating, gliding motion to it. They don't fly like our craft do. It almost floats and glides. And I knew what they were straight away. Had you seen something like that before? Or why did you know what they were straight away? Why did you assume? Because I've I've been cycling on my own in the dark since I was a teenager many years. And I'm familiar with what's in the sky. uh, And I knew what they were. Had you seen anything like that before? No, because they're from another world. They don't make any noise. Our craft makes noise. Right. And. It has a floating, gliding motion. Okay, so I knew what they were, and I was correct. So describe in detail what you saw and what they did. Um, I got off my bicycle, and I did have my camcorder on me, and I, I carry my camcorder and phone and things on me often. And I waved up at them, but I, when I did, I saw some of them go invisible straight away. They literally went invisible, but not all of them. Okay, but I need you to give me detail on what you saw. Like, how many were they? What color were they? Where were they in the sky? That sort of thing. Uh, it was about 15 of them flying together. Just like a sort of all a light in the sky. What color were they? Like a white kind of color. Whitish, okay. But they, I got off my 
get off my bike and they but some of them I was waving at them friendly, they reappeared and they started to observe me. And I and I kind of cycled towards a tree area and two of them came to observe me behind the trees. That's when I saw how you will usually see them close to our earth. That is tilted on the side, which is what you will see in a genuine encounter with extraterrestrial beings is this. Can you see? Yes. That looks kind of orangey. Were they orange? Mm -hmm. When they tilt, they are. Ah. It's an energy that powers our otherworldly neighbor's craft. Just bring that a little closer to the screen, if you could, to the camera. There we go. Right there. Perfect. Can you see? Yes. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So it's turned on its side at this point. Uh Uh-huh. So they look like your typical Uh, disc-shaped craft. Yeah. That's an energy that powers our otherworldly neighbor's craft. Close to our Earth, to see them as a solid craft is very rare indeed. I'd say maybe really high up in the sky, like from a plane or something perhaps, but even that's unlikely. This is what you would see in a genuine encounter. I don't know why this, but they frequently fly tilted on their side. Okay, so you but, saw about 15 of them. They appeared in the sky. They, yeah, were kind they, of they, are, they are. What I'm going to guess is their latest craft, which is an almost plasticky looking craft. Can you see? Yes. That's behind the hue tone of this energy and in a still I took when it was observed me from behind the tree on my left-hand side. Okay, but let's get back to what you saw originally. So there's 15 of them approximately in the mm-hmm. sky. How mm-hmm. far away are they? Are they? Did you have any way of oh. gauging the distance? Ooh. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, oh. <laughs> um, just just up, sort of higher up above in the sky. I don't know, 80 feet or so. You were 80 feet away from you? Something like that, yeah. Just just higher up, higher up in the sky. And they made no noise? No, not at all. None of the extraterrestrial craft I encounter makes any noise. Totally silent. Now, um, were they flying in any particular pattern? Were they flying all together or were some off sort of flying, doing different maneuvers while others? No, all, t- all together, all together. Till they, ca- till they came to observe me. Um, but up higher up in the sky, when I turned around, I saw a one metallic craft on its own, not flying with the fleet, which is this one. Can you okay. see that? Yes, it's a little blurry, but I can see that. Okay. Well, 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 they was hovering, and I had the shake of the human hand. Sure. Also sure. at play here. You know, you can't keep it completely still. It was a problem, actually. Was that? Uh, that more silvery metallic craft was that larger than the other? Okay, there it is, just kind of a yeah. Was in the that tree? Large? Yes, I can see it. Was it larger than the other ones? They are are a a small metallic craft. That was a small metallic craft. Uh huh. The how other craft. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to assume that the entire fleet encountered is what I I call like uh, the plastic looking one. It's almost like this. It's got a plasticky appearance to it. Okay. Is that the one that when it, is that the one that when it turned on its side, it was kind of orangey? They both do that. Ah, okay. 
Well, one of them came to observe me behind, behind the tree on my left-hand side. It never went upright. So all you see behind the tree in the footage is this amber. Can you see? Yes, I can. It's that amber glow. Okay. But the metallic one does tilt on its side and have the amber glow, but it approached the right side of the tree to observe me, but it did go upright. So I, w I was able to get the... This this still from it, right? Okay, and um, when you say they observed uh, you, so at this point you get off your bike and you go stand by some trees to look up, mm -hmm. at them, and then when you say yeah, they to they, film they, them, okay, that was what observing me. How do you how do you mean they were observing you? How do you know they were observing you? Well, kind of hiding behind the tree because he was hiding behind the trees watching me. Uh, the the metallic one has a kind of porthole shape at the front. But it's not a window. I don't believe it is. You can't see it on this still. Um, they don't navigate the horizons using windows like we do in our craft for some other method. I don't know what, but not windows. Okay. It does look like a window, but it isn't. So at a certain point, they vanished, and then they, you waved at them, and they reappeared? They observed me for some time hovering behind the tree. Mm -hmm. did, how, did they come closer to you? Uh-huh. How close? Seven feet away. Seven But when feet. I got mm, seven feet. When I got close to the tree, I got uh, like a red beam went into my eyes, which startled me and I moved backwards. Um, and it re it remained behind the tree, the smaller non-metallic craft. And that's when I reopened my eyes and I saw the metallic craft going in almost in slow motion, invisible. Usually it's instantly, but it was just a gradual process. The manipulation of gravity is definitely part of their technology. Okay, let's, get back, to, let's get back to the uh, the red light. Was that like a, a laser beam, an infrared light? What was that? Yeah, it's just like a line of infrared. I okay. got, you can see in the video clip I have that, I got very close. Now I'm not sure what happened but it went into my eyes and it made me move backwards. And, and I saw the metallic craft go invisible in slow motion. Um, did when the, um, when the red light hit your eyes, was it painful? No, no, it was just a light. No, not at all. They instinctively closed as they would and I moved course, backwards what do you think the away from of, them. What do you think the purpose of that light was? Perhaps I got too close to that undergoing energy or something is my thinking, but I don't know for sure. So it was a warning, maybe step back? Maybe it just made me to stay away, yeah, too close to the energy. You can uh, see in, in the footage I filmed that I'm very close, near, that was when it was behind the tree, making me stay back probably. Okay, so and and how many of them were seven feet away from you? How many of these craft? Um, The two. The, the, the one metallic craft on the right-hand side and the smaller non-metallic craft, which is this, which is this one, mm -hmm. was on my left-hand side. But others just flew around my head, but they kept a distance, um, 12 feet and that kind of thing. Uh, at one point, two larger version of this mm -hmm. passed over my head. And one was right over my head, and I looked up. I tried to film it, but I could not do it at that awkward angle right. with my camcorder.
but it um it it looks I, it, what was it like um yeah I have to draw it it had landing legs in the base of it this is a drawing so you're what looking I at it saw. from underneath what it looks like uh -huh. ah okay pretty close pretty close not a whimper of sound floating gliding over my head it's if like um, feet away from you how how big across would they be what would the diameter of one of those crafts be the smaller one the smaller oh, one i guess sure let's start with a small um let me think around maybe just over one and a half foot to to two foot so where's like a large this big like tiny tiny no not that tiny i'd say the small lightweight beings it's for small beings they're carved okay low ceiling height uh, i don't know two foot two foot it's a smaller version yeah but this one the one with the landing gear would be how big the larger one the other one was about 30 seconds after it was at the right hand side it's it's um yeah about 10 foot 10 i just foot. saw two about 10 foot it must have it's a larger version of that one right i sort of drew, drew it i drew it it's not quite as dark as that. But okay. Can you see? Yes, I can. Okay, so kind of a classic saucer <laughs> shape. Well, it's more like a sort of pancakey flat shape. Absolutely no visible windows whatsoever, whereas the metallic craft has a porthole shape at the right. front. We'll put the video, for those of you watching this on uh, Rumble and YouTube, you can see the footage here. Explain what we're looking at here. A fleet of extraterrestrial beings from another planet in this past universe, mankind has barely stepped foot. And it was an amazing adventure. And it's all genuine. Here's the certificate. It's been tested. Okay, wait a Can second. We're, we're rolling, yeah, but I'm rolling the video now. So I need you to describe what's what we're looking at in the video as best you can remember. Uh, of a fleet of neighbors in the universe. Okay, but from another planet. We, yeah, I understand that. But just give me a description. I need details. Like... How many craft? Um, uh, 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 the, the fleet flying together in the, the first video is the smaller non-metallic craft. After I'd filmed that, I did see a, a, a smaller metallic craft, the one with the porthole shape at the front in the sky. Right. They came to observe me, that's all. And a little later on during the, during the night, two larger version of the non-metallic craft which is this one, okay. one flew right over my head. But it was difficult for me to focus a lot of the time because Understood. it's dark and the shake of my hand. I filmed what I could. Of course. Now, now you, had a, you, you were holding up a certificate. Um, let's, let's have a look at the certificate and explain what that, what that is all about. A professional. Can you see it okay? It says, says um, Adel Haas. Oh, uh, the, the, there's a website. It says Certificate Professional Video Editor. This video clip submitted by Karen Era. Hold it up a little bit higher. Is that okay? Yes, hold it right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it for people who aren't watching the video. This video clip submitted by Karen Era on December the 6th, 2022, uh, is shot on a device and not created using any special effects, in my professional opinion and observation. And it's... Um, Adelhossain.com. That's the website. Mm -hmm. A-U-L-H-O-S-S-A-I-N. -S -S That's the name of the video editor, I'm guessing. He has a website and he's certified mm -hmm. that the video that you submitted to him that we just saw has not been uh, doctored, let's say, 
uh, or edited uh, in any specific way. In other words, he's authenticating the video that you sent me, mm -hmm. that you sent yeah, That's correct. Okay. Is that okay to move it to move it back down? Yes, that's fine. Is it okay now? Yes. Okay. And also the photographs, did you have them submitted for authentication? It's all it's all from the from the same footage. It's all genuine. Oh, I see. I, I, I was um I was partly brought up in the church, and what I am is a very straightforward person and honest. Yes. Of course. It's all genuine. This 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 was the device I I shot it on. That's same the as the one metallic. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same. Um, as, as the metallic craft looks the same, whereas the non-metallic craft is more like this, more like a, a grey, matte appearance to it. Okay. I'm assuming you're, that's you're so assuming like, When you uh, say one was metallic and one was plastic, you're just sort of describing what you observed. Of course, you would have no way of knowing what they're made out of. You're just describing, I guess, because one was kind of shiny, that that was metallic-like, and the other was seen to be that they will both be made of metal, but it has an almost plastic appearance to oh, it, the, okay. the other one, but it won't be. How long did this entire oh, encounter last in minutes? Three and a half hours or so. Three and a half hours? Yeah. They, a lot of them reappeared and they flew about higher up in the sky. That's when I saw the phenomenal speed they can go, but they never use any high speed near me. They maintain a slow speed. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to film it not even a single clip of it, you know? Yes. Filming was very difficult in the dark, just shake of my hand, the awkward angles. My camcorder also switched itself off several times, power saving. It was frustrating as well as amazing. But but they, they only used slow speed near me. But when they reappeared, when they first went invisible, I saw a few of them go from one point in the sky, higher up, this is, to the other point, within a split second and the way they just move to the left and right there's no human being could withstand the maneuvers that they make not even at slow speed they are made very different from us more of my conversation with experiencer karen era from bristol england stay with us When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. As you're staring up at the night sky, ever wonder who's staring back? You're listening to Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. 
And we are back with Karen Era from Bristol, England, who is taking us back to September 19th, approximately 2021, out for a bike ride in uh, the rural United Kingdom countryside near Wiltshire. Many of you will know Wiltshire. It's very famous for crop circle formations. One night she's out there with her camcorder on her bike and she notices a fleet, as she described them, of craft. She insists are extraterrestrials, uh, our galactic neighbors. And uh, as she observed them, uh, she got off her bike, stood under uh, some trees. They came closer within several feet, seven feet. And she was able to capture some of them on uh, on video. Then they, they went and this whole uh, encounter was three and a half hours. At some point, they went up higher, much higher into the sky. That's when you were able to observe their incredible speed and maneuverability and so forth. So, some of the craft remain higher up in the sky, but at no point did they ever use any high speed near me. And there's no way I could have filmed them. It was <laughs> difficult enough with slow speed. It's right. a miracle I have any footage at all, Richard. They are very evasive, sad to say. And they can just go invisible in an instant. Were they showing off? Why were, what were they hanging around for three and a half hours? They wanted you to see them. They wanted you to record them. I, I, was, very, I was very friendly with them. At first they went invisible. Not all of them, a lot of them. But I, I was waving friendly. I was shooting at them in the sky. Right. As, as I've heard we often do. Right. I was friendly. So they warmed up to me. I have to tell you, I saw one of the smaller non-metallic craft changed shape and form before my eyes just about 10 feet away or so and it has this is it i'm going to show you yes. it looks like a light bulb can you yeah. see that yeah it looks like a flare or even a candle light yeah yeah, yeah no, but it, it's a, a light bulb shape okay and I, I i observed it and it was moving like like dancing left to right left to right left to right in the sky like this and all of a sudden it started to vibrate fast and faster and faster till it flipped into what I'm assuming is the latest craft, which is which is this one. This is right. just my sketch I did. Right, right. That one. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is the real picture of it. But behind the tree, observing me, tilted on its side because it never went upright behind the tree on my left-hand side. You can just see it through the amber energy. Right. I just made that out with this still. Can okay. you see? Yes. Can you see it? Yes, I can. It's not metallic. It's not metallic looking. Oh, okay. Um, for, so for three and a half hours. Uh, About that. Did they ever shine the uh, the red light on you again? No. It was only when I, you can see in, in the video I have, uh, I, you, you have that I'm very close to the tree. And as I pointed out, that, that craft, the non-metallic craft, the smaller version, never went upright from behind the tree. Okay. It observed me. Totally tilted on its side, belly up. But I got a little close there, and that's when it went into my eyes. Nothing dangerous, nothing harmful. I did wonder what it was to myself, and I was a little bit worried, but nothing happened. It was fine. I just moved backwards and away. I think I got too close. And maybe, maybe that's so what happened. You looked at your watch and you determined that you were out there observing these craft and they were observing you for about three and a half hours. About, about that time, yeah, around that kind of time. Was there any moment where you lost consciousness or no, no. you were alert for the entire time? Uh-huh, yeah. So in other words, there was no missing time? No, 
No, no, none at all. The, the ceiling height of even the larger craft is very low, and the very lightweight beings. It's designed just for them. It is not designed for a human of my height. I'm five foot six. They must be, what, two foot shorter than me. And they're very lightweight. I can tell the way the craft hovers the lightweight. Well, you mentioned, though, that one of them was two feet in diameter. <coughs> so the, the whatever was on board that craft must be incredibly small, you know, less than a foot. Yeah, in, in, the, in the length. Yes. But, but the ceiling height was, was probably shorter than that. They're small beings. It's yes. designed just for them. Right. But a human being could not withstand the maneuvers they make. Correct, correct. Not even at slow speed. It's not possible. They're made without dissecting one. I don't need to very differently from us. Well, they are externally and internally. Right. Very differently made. Um, uh, but, but what, what did you do after? Okay, so three and a half hours, and then what? They eventually just flew off, disappeared? How did they, how did the... Well, well, well because I, I had a beam in my eyes, I, I backed off really and moved away. I saw the metallic craft go invisible in slow motion. And then the other one, I, I actually didn't look back at that one. Yeah, they seemed to disappear. They, they disappeared on me. They repaired, then they disappeared again. For, for, and they can go invisible from any shape and form, be it the solid looking craft or the amber, the amber. Yes. The upper shape, which is the energy that powers their craft and it surrounds it when they tilt on the side. Oh. How did the encounter end? Invisible. How did the encounter end? They, they just kind of uh, went, disappeared and, and I knew I had to get back home, so I just cycled off. But it was an amazing encounter there. Was uh, there any attempt? Amazing thing. Was there any attempt by you to communicate with them? I don't know, telepathically and verbally, anyway, in any 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 fashion. I kind of um, tuned into them. I would put it that way, and read them well. I think they're good beings. They're good. Okay, you tuned into them. What happened? What did they? How did they communicate with you? They, they didn't. I didn't speak to them. They, I didn't speak to them at all. They didn't. They remained in the craft. But I did see a human-looking being in, in, in um, a bushy area for 30 seconds who could be next to you, but shoot of a kind of electricity from his fingers. But it was 30 seconds I saw him for. I, I didn't manage to film him because it, it, um, uh, it happened too fast for me to get my camera focused on him. But he could be next to you. I just had to draw a sketch. Right. Okay, so there's a man with electricity and, emanating from his fingertips. Yeah. You saw oh, yeah. him in the in the bushes. Yeah, yeah, like a bushy area. Yeah, yeah. But he could be next to you. He looked as human as you or I, and I did see him again. About thirty seconds. And then he vanished. Really? So, um, I don't know where he went because he was on the bushes. It's about seventy feet or so away. I, I just didn't see him anymore. He wasn't there. So he was there, and then he wasn't there. Yeah, it's correct. Uh, Thirty seconds, I'd say. And not in. Let me. I have to ask you this, Karen. Is it possible that the man you saw from seventy feet that had some sort of light emanating from his fingers? Yeah, he wasn't a device. You definitely came out of his fingers. How can you tell from seventy feet? Well, because I, I looked across at him. Okay. I, I was looking at his hands. It, it it came out like a kind of electricity or right. uh, an energy. Okay. But he was there for 30 seconds. I didn't see him again. 
Right. Because, you know, my follow-up question would be, is it possible that that man, whatever he was coming out of his fingers, was responsible for what you were seeing in the sky? Is there any way that's no. possible? Okay. No. I, I don't know who he was, but he, I saw this. How is he dressed? I, I mean, you saw, I saw the picture, but was he, was he wearing normal clothes? Is it possible? That- yeah, yeah. It just looked like normal clothes, but I mean, it was dark. Yes. You know, I was, I was mostly looking at his hand when I saw shooting out of it, but he could be next to you. I, I'm telling right. the truth. Right. Do you think he was at all connected with what was happening in the sky? Probably. Probably. I've never known a human on earth shoot a let you from the fingers. Have, he wasn't holding a device. <laughs> okay. So after the encounter, which lasted about three and a half hours, you got b- back on your bike and you rode <clears> back <throat> home. What did you do then? Mm-hmm. I was just, um, I felt to myself, I was privileged that they allowed me to get so close and film them because normally they won't. It's next to impossible to get any proof of encountering our, our other world with neighbours. They, they are very evasive, sad to say. But um, I, I found it was amazing. I think they're good beings. Uh, and I, I've heard, uh, um, have you heard of Bob Lazar, may I ask? Of course, yes. Have you heard of him? Area 51, um, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he mentions that he um, found some documents that they made 60-plus corrections to our DNA to make a human creature. I've never seen these documents, but I'm inclined to believe him, and that they refer to us as containers. I have experienced ghost spirits, in the past, I didn't manage to film anything yet, but I'll see if I can in the future. And I heard the voice of one of them, which leads me to believe consciousness survives beyond the flesh and blood body into yes. some kind of afterlife. Yes. And I'm pretty sure when they refer to, to us as containers, that's what they meant. He said he doesn't know what they mean. Perhaps he's never seen a ghost, but I have and others have. Right. And I'm pretty sure... That's what they meant. But I'll see if I could get some footage at a later date uh, or, or sometime and talk more about that. So after you, you had this incredible encounter that lasted three and a half hours, um, did you start to research uh, to find out more or? No, I went, I went to bed. It was late. No, but I mean, <laughs> I mean afterwards. In, in, like, how did this change your life, if at all? Well... I just, I just felt privileged that they allowed me to get any footage of them. It's not everything I'd like it to be, but you know, it, I mean, things were happening fast. The shake of the human hand, um, the dark conditions, the awkward angles. I did the best I could with what I had. We'll take another time out, Karen, and we'll uh, come back and discuss okay. further. Stay with us. It's time to redefine reality. This is Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. And we're speaking with Karen Era from her home in Bristol, England. She had a remarkable UFO encounter back in September of 2021, captured it on video, had the video authenticated by a professional video editor who said that the uh, videotape was not doctored or edited in any way. In other words, he's uh, certifying it as legitimate in, in, in his professional opinion. 
Um, so the day after, did you call your friends, family, and tell them what happened? I call. I call my mother. I don't think she believed me to be honest at first. Till I showed her some of the video clips a little later on, then she did believe me. <laughs> who else? Did I don't you think tell? many people would believe. So who else? What? Who else did you tell? Um, oh, my brother, and that's about it, really. Right, and then you, you contacted the newspaper. Um, yeah, yeah, they put me in 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 the paper. That's correct. Um, now, as I as I asked earlier, like you hadn't had this type of encounter before, but you you had concluded that they were extraterrestrial, that they had, um, you know, that they were friendly. Um, I mean, how did you come mm -hmm. to this determination that they're extraterrestrial? Um, how do you know for certain? There is no technology on the face of this earth that could compare to their technology, what I saw, going invisible, right. changing shape and form. They have, I'm sure, a lot more technology I didn't actually get to see, which will be equally as incredible and beyond our comprehension, some of it. It, it, it appears to defy our known laws of physics, but then they're not from our world. Right. There's no doubt whatsoever there are neighbors in the universe. Let me, let me give you something else to consider. Um, you mentioned that you grew up in a church. Is it possible that what you were witnessing were angelic beings? No, they're, they're beings from another world. Why? Why couldn't they be angelic? Well, I'm sure they're good, and they have a protective stance towards mankind. Yes. I've heard how they are or have been spotted around nuclear weapons sites, and they find that the weapons don't work. They don't like us to have such weapons. They want us to live in peace together. And this is my strong feelings about this. They are good. Do you think it's possible that they could be angelic beings? Not extraterrestrials, not, not from no. another planet, but actual maybe interdimensional. No, no, they're from another planet. Why? I'm not too sure how they, how they go invisible because I saw the craft and technology. There are craft that are mentioned in the Bible, for example. Uh, so some people have concluded that, that they are, or they could be angelic, God's messengers. They're, they're intelligent, small creatures from another planet. In this vast universe, mankind has barely stepped foot for absolute certainty. There's no doubt about it whatsoever. And I believe Bob Lazar anyway. Okay. And, that, that, and he describes exactly what I experienced with them, the manipulation of gravity. What, hell, what else holds them in the seats at these incredible angles other than that? Right, okay. But we could not withstand this. Um, are, you, are you hoping to have another encounter? Well, I wouldn't mind. I was thinking um, if they could get a craft with a smaller, uh, sorry, a larger ceiling height, not as small as it is, and there wasn't a problem with bacteria because I'm not, you know, I don't know about that being from a, a planet so far away. Maybe um, they could take me for a ride around the universe and I could film it. And perhaps they could um, climb aboard my shoulders and I could take them for a ride around the woods. That would be great, wouldn't it? That would I wouldn't have been there all night with, with so many of them. 
So are, are you go out to this? Do you ride your bike out to the same location, hoping to see them again? Oh yeah, sometimes I have, but I go all over the place. I have to say that um, at one point, one of the smaller non-metallic craft was being mischievous, playing games with me, and it came to the right hand side of me, where, near my camcorder, and was performing maneuvers up and down in front of my camcorder. I couldn't focus on it because it was moving right. too much, but it was it was the um, well, this, the amber shape I'm showing right. you here. Right, the amber color. Where you, where, uh-huh, the amber color. Yeah. In a genuine encounter, this is what probably all you would see for the most part is this amber glowing energy surrounding the craft. It powers our extraterrestrial neighbor's craft. How did you determine that the amber color uh, that is responsible for, for giving them power? Because, because it is. There was just one time... I looked up and I saw it coming from out of the underneath of one craft. But usually it's when they tilt on the side and it, for some reason it surrounds the craft. It is the energy that powers their craft. Anyway, it was being mischievous. They was being mischievous. I'm sure they were. Mm-hmm. Some of them have a sense of humor. Have you joined any UFO groups? Are you? No, 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 not really. No, no. I've actually encountered some abuse with this. Um, people disbelieving what it is. I've had a, a couple of people I've showed it to, oh, it's a Chinese lantern. I agree. And I've seen Chinese lanterns that the amber glow is very similar yes. to the amber glow of of um, yes. the craft. But you can see that it's a totally different shape. I, I, I've actually suffered abuse, which has made me upset because they gave me something extraordinary and exceptional, and I will never forget them. It was It was amazing. And has it changed your life in any way? No, no, not really. I just feel privileged that they allow me to, to film them. They knew I was filming them. Were you a believer in extraterrestrials before this experience? Yes. You were. I remember being, being 10 years old, looking up the sky once, and just knowing we can't be alone in such a vast universe. Look at the diversity of life on Earth. It's not going to be the case, and we're certainly not. And they're not the only ones out there either. There are others, I'm sure. It's been great meeting you, and thank you so much for sharing your remarkable experience. What's next for you? What are you going to do? Well, how do you mean? How do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. What are your future plans? Are you going to uh, do any research? Maybe write a book about your encounter? What, what are you? I, I, I've, ri- I've written a little while ago a story: extra stressful encounters are happening. Because sooner or later, something's got to give. Well, Karen, thank you so much. Great meeting you. You're welcome, Richard. Thank you. Bye. A new Richard Serrett's Strange Planet drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe at strangeplanetpodcast.com.